Welcome back, folks. Uh, today we have a very interesting guest on the podcast. His name is Palenath, and his real name is I don't know. Nobody knows his real name. He's um, very, very cautious when it comes to OPSEC, and he's going to talk to us about that. Uh, so, Palmath, do you do you want to give us a little bit of an introduction first? Uh, like, what job do you have? You know, so I'm Palmath. I do sometimes some housing tool on open source to share for the community, etc. I have been participate for CTF like Trust Lab or the Multigo CTF. And yeah, I do some of the stuff of our internet for the firm. And thank you for the invitation, Mathieu. Oh, pleasure. So um, you, you said you were doing CTFs. What do you, well, do you have like a particular um, field in which you're interested? Because, you know, OSINT is such a big, uh, a big field. Like you have SIGINT, uh, you have SOCMINT, yeah, you are really right, really right. Um, what I prefer in OSINT, it's really the SOCMIN path because uh, for me, it's the more the most interesting. OSINT, it's a really, really big part, but yeah, I'm specialized, if we can say this, in the SOCMIN and I do principally OSINT, uh, SOCMIN tool on OSINT. And for example, when I say CTF, it's over Maltig or, or Trust Lab, so the objective it's found um, in majority social profile etc so it's in big majority only segment and not the rest all right and uh so you you're saying you do tools you, you actually program osint tools to help people gather and investigate using osint data Is yeah when i say tool it's more i automate some manual task to save time for mm. people like for example oli it's a tool what they allow you to check if an email has been registered on different website and the objective of this one is to just save time because at the start for example i always been start um, doing this manually and the, with this tool you are going to just save time and that the objective of the tool that i do like only onion search it's just for example um tool what they search on different uh, darknet uh, search engine and they aggregate the results and put every result in the same place so yeah that's the objective of the different tool what i have been done all right so i uh, i suppose you make these tools available to the community do you do you have a github do that you want to add yeah time? for sure for sure i put um every of this tool in open source on my github because for me the big advantage of the open source is the community can contribute to this tool and you are really more powerful when we are the most. And for me, the knowledge needs to be shared because the knowledge is the power. So yeah, I put everything on, on my GitHub. All right. And what's the name of the GitHub if people oh, want my, to? Oh, the name of my GitHub is Megadose. So Megadose, you can yeah. check and everything is public and it's free. All right, so for our, our non-French uh, audience or anybody that doesn't uh, follow 
French rap that much. Uh, Megadose is one of the album of the rapper Vald. And this is the profile picture you have chosen uh, to be on that podcast. And also the one you have on Twitter. Yeah. So, sure. yes, this way people know how to write it. Um, so the question, you said that uh, the community aspect is very important to you. Mm-hmm. You said that you uh, do, you can achieve more powerful stuff once you have a community behind you. Has the community helped you a lot uh, in OSINT? Can you, can you give me an example where uh, For example, on OLE, yeah. on when I have been started, I have just like 20 websites. And actually, we have more of 100 websites. And this is with the community because the community go to give some ideas. They are going to make some um, upgrades on the tool. So it's for, for me, it's really, really more powerful when we are a community because most people are going to use your tool they are going to help you to find some bugs etc etc so that's the powerful of the open source but the problem with the open source is the same it's every everyone can use your tool so if for example you found an interesting method i don't know but i have an example it's um in two months ago or three months ago a method has been found to found a twitter account from an email and only in two days the method has been fixed because it has been public on Twitter. So the open source have some limitation sometimes that they have advantage and problem like everything. But yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So let, let, let's just uh, do a retake for the audience that Olihi is actually a, a tool that is going to check if an email address is used on a different website. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And primarily social media website like on Twitter, Strava, whatever. Exactly, Twitter, Strava, the principal social oh. media, etc. Nice, very nice. Okay, um, so yeah, you talk about the fact that you can't really, even if you find something interesting, you can't really uh, put it open source, right? Because people are going to exploit it, and if a lot of people exploit something, it's going to be patched. Uh, yeah, that depends on what you found. For example, OLE just use feature like the website can't mm. fix the OLE, the method what OLE use because it's just feature. It's just a feature. For example, on GitHub, when you register an account, they are going to tell you if this email have a GitHub yeah. account. So they are going to lose a feature if they fix this one. But for example, on Twitter, it's not a feature to found a Twitter from an email with an unauthenticated endpoint. So in only two days, it has been fixed. So yeah, that's the problem is we need to be sure when me or a people share anything on open source, need to be sure if they are not going to be fixed because if they are going to be fixed, everyone lose like, and that, that makes just no sense to fix, uh, to, to share, to share, sorry. Yeah, and uh, actually my question is, um... So, okay, I, I come from cybersecurity, right? So uh, I see a ton of tools that are available uh, for everyone that are originally maybe to do pen testing or ju- just as a proof of concept, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about tools like uh, Mimikatz or Cobalt Strike that were originally designed to be used by the good guys, let's say. And now, if you take a look at uh, some threat actors, they are using these tools left and right because they are very well implemented. They are open source, so everybody has their had their hands on them and could you know 
poke a little bit at them and make some comments, make some requests for change to make them a little bit better. So in the end, these are very good tools. And the thing is that they are easy to use and available for everyone, meaning that these threat actors that would uh, need to spend the time or maybe hire the talent to code these are going yeah, to no, that's be Yeah, that's a really, really, really interesting point because anyway, not only for the threat actor, but for example, when you do some OSINT tool or just open source tool in general, some company are going to use this tool and make money on you and they are not going to give you any donation, etc. That's why I see a lot of guys what they do open source tool and they, they, they know like literally company with an valuation of billion use their tool and they don't give any money like just ten dollars or things like that so yeah and also that's a really really interesting point it's the open source it's really powerful etc but it's like it's sad when you see what the people are going to do with your tool and you can't do anything with this because it's everything it's public and that's that's the rules like you can't control but yeah no that's a really really interesting point yeah that's uh i mean m my original point that was that uh is it a good idea to make this point these uh, these tools available to anyone because then even people with bad intention can use it for example i'm, I'm thinking about uh about a guy that wouldn't know osint but um wants to harass or target somebody or maybe uh, contact his ex-girlfriend that got a restraining order against him. Um, isn't that a problem that people like this, that wouldn't have the, the, the capacity, let's say, or wouldn't have the idea of doing OSINT to target um, some people know has have their these tools available uh, to them? Yes, but for me, like, is that a really interesting point? And you are fully good, but it's just these guys go to anyway found method to like mm. do what they want. They are not for me only use OSINT method. They are going to use an OSINT method, but not only because the principle of the OSINT is be hidden and the target don't know the existence of your investigation. So they, if for example, Holly E does not exist, they are going to found some aggressive method, like for example, password recovery, etc. because they don't care mm. about the target, no, they are making some investigation like so yeah no that's a really really interesting point but anyway you we can't control what the people do with your tool and that we, we can control yeah no i understand i i wasn't expecting you to come up with no, a it's... definitive answer <laughs> i think it's a it's a very complicated debate and uh, i i have yet to to meet someone with uh, an answer that convinced me between uh, oh but everything closed so only the good people can use it or everything open because everything should be accessible to anyone that's uh yeah 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 but very when, when everything is open like good people can be used for free so for example mm. like journalists etc they don't have in general a lot of money to spend in commercial tool etc and the big advantage with the open source it's it's just free so they can just use and they have no problem with any think of money, etc. Yeah, have you have you ever been working with journalists? If if we can ask you that question, that's not uh, going against. Uh... Um, journalists have been already contact me and I yes. help them for some investigation. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I um, 
Actually, journalists have been starting to use OSINT. I mean, OSINT is still a pretty recent um, yeah. field from what I gathered. Not that I'm an absolute guru, guru in it. I've only been in there for maybe one year. So I don't have the best vision of the field, but uh, it seems to me that journalists and OSINT have really started to get together in the last, uh, in the last five, ten years. So maybe we'll see more and more journalists realizing that OSINT is a really powerful way to gather information and uh, yeah, use your tools more and more. So congratulations. Yeah, I think the OSINT go to be really, really more used in journalist investigation, etc. Because every information can be checked and the source can be verified by everyone. So for the neutrality, etc., it's a really good point. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You you mean in that era of uh, of yeah. fake news and exactly, exactly truth, the fact that everybody can just go ahead and uh, double check an articles. What's not exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean th that's true to a certain extent, but I I would challenge that point because, uh, like, my grandma is not gonna go on Ole Hey and do that <laughs> uh, research herself. <laughs> no, yeah, I know, I know. But the point is. It's not cloud source. Like, like when you, mm. you do, for example, in classic investigation with, without using anything about OSINT, the people just need to trust you and they can't verify your information. Yeah. With yeah. OSINT, they can try to verify. They are not going to be able every time to verify what you, you say, but you are able to verify. Like, for example, Bellingcat explain how they found their information and they give the source, etc. That's a good point. That's... Uh... It may bring back some uh, some trust in journalism, and I know. I mean, we, we're both French. I think we, we can hear it in our accent. Um, <laughs> and in, in French, for example, the the trust in media overall has been uh, eroded yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, so yeah. maybe I'm this is something that could bring it back a little bit. Yeah, no, I'm fully agree. Um, in France, the journalists sometimes like do don't double check they. So the information, like the problem is not the journalists, but it's they need to give the information fast, etc. So they don't have time. Yeah, when it's the big adventure, yeah, when it's all in it, we can check. But yeah. All right. Sure. So um, yeah, we talked a little bit about OSINT as an introduction. What you do? What's your uh, what's your place in the OSINT community? And my question now is how how did you get started? So yeah, how I did it started the OSINT, like I think like everyone just searching some people entity etc over internet and mm. some day I discovered this world, the OSINT world. And when I discovered the OSINT world, I basically just um, read every article, read, um, listen every podcast etc relate to OSINT to get the maximum of resources about this new world like what is this etc and yeah i just like start do reading etc i really soon understand the most important you know since it's just practice and uh, do uh, what you read like because just read article etc you are not going to understand what they are saying etc so yeah i, I start searching etc and um at the start when i have been start housing i searching for a magic tool like a lot of people just like oh OSINT is just getting information and OSINT a magic OSINT tool probably exists 
OSINT is just like tools, but I really soon understand OSINT is just not just use tool, but more and mindset and as um, method of uh, investigation. Like the the tool, it's uh, just an it's just a tool. That, that that's a good word. It's not. The investigation, the tool, it's not, they are not going to do the investigation for you. You need to understand what they are doing, etc., etc. So I just continue um, during investigation, etc. And for me, the most important in all things is to start. It's just start the world in like search what you want, search what, what you are interested in. Like just for example, um, redoing um old investigation like for example reading a Bellinka particle etc etc it's really helpful to start housing hmm. yeah so you, you you mean getting write-ups uh yeah and try to reproduce them at home yeah, so... yeah exactly exactly it's exactly hmm. this you read write-up you try to remake you try to for example when it's a challenge try to do the challenge without the write-up and when you have been get blocked check the write-up and oh okay is that how i can i have can be solve the problem etc etc and you are going to learn a lot and that really yeah really interesting so since uh, since we're on that topic on beginning of on osint do you have any advice uh, apart from just get started investigate what you like do you have any advice? Do you have any any communities that you recommend, or maybe websites you recommend people join, people read, uh, to get started into OSINT or to get better at OSINT? Uh, yeah, for sure. You have the um, OSINT FA community. It's a mm -hmm. um, French, not, not only a French community. It's at the start a French community, but actually it's an international community. What you can learn more about OSINT. They have. And website and they explain how to begin to start housing etc if you have any question etc the guys go to respond you no yeah really interesting if you want to, to start housing the website it's housingfl.com and yeah, yeah they will be useful to start housing okay so housingfr or housingfl of fr.com yeah okay okay like fresh okay nice all right. Yeah, no, that's um, I'm actually in the same community as in FR and I, I discovered it uh, a little bit too recently for what I should have known that earlier. That's my bad. But it is indeed a very uh, nice community, very interesting one. So people don't hesitate. Go jump on that. It's not only French people discussing between themselves. Yeah. You can ask questions in English. Don't worry. Nobody's going and to be mad. And if sometime you go in France, they have some uh, physical meeting and it's more fun to see exactly, the people yeah. physically. If you're in the area, want to drop by. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the big, uh, the big chunk of uh, that interview and what, why I mainly wanted to get you on the podcast. I like the tools, of course, but what uh, is really intriguing me about you is also this, uh, not obsession, but this, um, this care for privacy. This, uh, yeah. The, this thing, this, uh, this, this obsec, like you're, you're not showing your face, you're not showing your name. Uh, I've, I've seen you in real life, but I don't, I, I don't know your real name. Um, so how come, uh, how come you're being so careful about that? Even though some other people are doing OSINT and are doing it very well, but they are showing their faces, uh, showing their name, trying to advertise themselves on LinkedIn, on Twitter, but 
not you. Yeah. How... yeah, yeah, it's because one of the most important point and what everyone needs to remember is intelligence forgot nothing. Like, for example, if someday I put my face on the internet, it's finished and every for it's for it's for a long time like it's impossible to delete my face if sometime i have been put that's why like i'm really be careful with the information what i put over internet because i'm really young like i'm a little more of 20 years old but yeah i'm really really young and i don't want to make some mistake but they can be bad for the rest of my life like mm. it's just i'm young and i don't want to make the mistake and for me like privacy it's important because when you do OSINT, it will be really strange if, for example, you search people, etc., etc., but you give a lot of information. I know giving just a name and a face, it's not a lot, but for me, it's a lot. Like, I can be regret on the future. So, yeah. Now I understand. For, for, for the right people, it's already a lot of information, a name and a face. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Because, yeah, when you do OSINT investigation, it's, for me, it's really important to have an OPSEC, like a technical OPSEC with SOC type, etc. But anyway, a good OPSEC, a good personal OPSEC to not be in danger, etc. Mm. That's why I, yeah, I have this culture of privacy. So now that, you know, now that we know why OPSEC is important, do you want to walk us through your favorite uh through what in your opinion are the most basic basic uh hygiene obsec uh procedures like what was the minimum you should the do minimum if you want me, to yeah, the minimum is just put your account in private like on instagram yeah. and things like that. that that's really the minimum because they don't cost time for you it's just like one configuration but that really 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 is the minimum i'm not going to tell you don't have any social media access for like Today, it's like impossible to don't have social media if you want to speak with people, but just try to don't put your life publicly, like just put your account in private, don't put your face on your public profile picture and put your face after like when and just, for example, accept the people what you know, etc. Because, yeah, Internet is big and like everyone are not um, good on Internet. So be careful. Yeah. Okay, so that, that that would be for general public, like for yeah. example, uh, my little sister, no interest exactly. in all sins, that <laughs> doesn't want to get tracked either. Yeah. But for the people that are actually actively doing OSINT research, mm -hmm. that are going to, I don't know, in investigate uh, Telegram, Telegram hate group on the far right or whichever thing, do you have any... Yeah, any, so um, for yeah. me, when you do an OSINT investigation, you need to understand you are going to make some mistake. And the objective is reduce the impact of this mistake. So, for example, never use your personal account to do your investigation. Use every time and suck puppet. Suck puppet is a fake account. Like never, yeah. um, never use your real IP because, for example, they ex uh, only part exists. Like it's possible when you are doing your investigation, you are going to click on a link, and this link has been controlled by the people what you are searching so yeah the minimum for me is use sock puppet fake account use vm as the maximum i know virtual machine is really painful mm. to use but at the minimum just use an other browser with, between your personal to not 
do some stupid mistake like oh no i have been put my personal my face my personal facebook account and i have been like the post of the guy so they know my existence oh yeah use fake phone number use different email obviously like please don't use your personal email to create fake account because it's easy after to, to find you and yes that's the minimum so fake email fake phone number um different browser or a vm Okay. And uh, yeah, use a VPN. Okay, so these are the, the, the three mains, at least different browser, VPN, yeah. and yeah. if you have the time and the machine to uh, to, to run a VM comfortably, use a VM. Then. Yeah, and fake account, fake account, it's an yeah, yeah. important point with fake information, because if you create fake account with real information, I mean, it's yeah. linked to you. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, absolutely. No, that's uh, that's a very good point, and that's that's actually, uh, as I said, I'm not uh, an absolute expert in OSINT. I started pretty recently compared to some other people, mm -hmm. and compared to you, and like uh, it, it has happened to me doing investigation on Maltigo. Uh, I'm logged in on my uh, on my LinkedIn account, and I just yeah. oh, the, this guy has a LinkedIn profile. Let's, let's click on it, uh, and so when you click the link on Maltigo, it takes you to your main browser and it really took me to my Firefox and I, so, you know, yeah, yeah, LinkedIn, exactly, exactly. Um, you and see someone's like, profile, oh, no, they have a notification. Yeah, exactly. So I was, oh my God, that's it. I fucked up. Yeah. yeah and so. Imagine if this guy is a, it's a terrorist, like it will be really painful for you. Like you're not going to be really happy. <laughs> yeah, no, f thankfully it wasn't any of that. It wasn't much, uh, the, the stakes were much lower, but yeah, it's, it is something to be very careful of. So now I just have my, if you want to solve that problem, folks, just configure your Multigo to a different uh, browser. I use Multigo, I use Chrome to do this investigation, and my real profiles, uh, Twitter and LinkedIn, are on my Firefox. So yeah, that's why... why I say use a different VM. If you yeah. have a lot of money, use a different computer and use this computer only for OSINT. But yeah, mm. it's, it's really more expensive between just using VM. That'd be the best, yeah. Um, question in the, so you did. The the way I knew you is that some clients of us talked uh, talk to us about you, and also uh, you have a Combini video. Combini for people who don't know very quickly is a French media kind of like BuzzFeed. So they made like a five ten minutes video about you, uh, where you were giving like starting information about OSINT, what is it, how to do it, and in that video you have you have different phones to uh, to have this uh, this sock puppet accounts. Uh, as we were talking about, so do you recommend people go as far as using a uh, an, another phone, buy another phone, or do you think it's acceptable to, um, for example, if I want to have a Telegram account, to activate the Telegram account on my personal phone? That depends of <clears throat> who you are searching. Like um, the mm. most important in Opera in Opsec, it's no. Uh, from who you want to be hidden, like if it's a government or if it's just a random guys on the internet, you are yeah. not going to use the same um, method to be hidden. And threat yeah, model. no, yeah, exactly. So I'm, that's the robot I'm using, the different threat model. It's for it's what I told you. It's for example, use just virtual phone. It will be probably sufficient. But where you are going to put the SIM card, like. You are going if you have a sim card like but anyway you have every time alternative like if you don't want to have physical sim card you can use online website to get phone number etc etc but yeah the best is when you reduce the third party because for example if you use an external services 
to get your SMS and all the people are going to know, okay, how you are going to pay. If, for example, you pay the services with your PayPal account, they are going to know this phone number has been linked to your PayPal account. But if you have physically the SIM card and you have been buying the SIM card in cash and you put one time on the phone and after you destroy the phone, yes, it's a little overkill, but that depends on your investigation. Like if you are yeah. searching terrorists, it's not overkill to just use one time a phone and after destroy. But yeah, that depends on your strat model. But yeah, use different phone, different computer, etc. It's the best, but I know sometimes it's complicated. Yeah, so having a total separation between your personal account and the account yeah. you use to investigate. Yeah, exactly. That's the most important. important thing. The best it's physical separation and not yeah. virtual. It's just yeah. to to do the minimum of mistake because yeah, it's what you have been saying before. It's yeah, if you are, for example, already connect on I don't know your personal WhatsApp account and you have hmm. been checked and oh no, I have been called the phone number. They they can be is this is really possible? It's just one button. And if you call, they have the notification, they have your personal phone number and they can be for you. Like it's a big mistake and they can be dramatic for you, depending on who you are searching. Yeah, no, I uh, I understand, but I I like that uh, that point of view of you're going to make mistakes anyway. You're, you're going to yeah. click on a, on a link stupidly. You're going to receive an email or you're going to give a like to their Instagram photos of five years. Uh, so yeah, try to minimize the impact. Yeah, reduce the risk because we, we are not robots. We are human. We are going yes. to make mistakes. Like it's not possible to don't do mistake. Yeah, the objective is don't do mistake, but it's impossible. Like everyone do mistake. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I talked about my personal obsec fails, which uh, was looking at uh, like a, a target's profile with my own personal uh, mm -hmm. LinkedIn profile. So they had a notification and so on. But have you, did you have any particular obsec fails that you want to share that are yours or of a colleague? It's or not mine, else? but it's during an investigation and it will be really, really fun. It's nice. a guy's what they do a lot of attention about which information they put on the internet, like every time different username, like uh, never the same profile picture, etc. So uh, the objective of this investigation, it will be to find their real name. So I am mm. searching during day, etc. I have literally nothing, like just different profile with different username. Like I'm not sure it's a, it's a profile, etc. So yeah, I continue the investigation, etc., etc. And sometimes uh, I get an email and so I'm, I'm saying, oh, okay, it's just a random email. I'm not going to, to find anything, etc. And I use Epios. I don't know. Epios is a website where they allow you to find in, uh, information from an email. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I put the email on Epios just to be like, mm, they are not going to return anything, but I want to check. I put the email and I follow LinkedIn account with a real name. And I'm like, oh, okay. So they say, they have been put, they linked in account, linked to a random email. And that's why I say, yeah, when you do a fake account, don't use your real email. And the invert for your real account, don't use fake email. Like, that makes <laughs> just no sense. And they literally on the LinkedIn have been put their real name, they, they a picture of them, where they work, etc. And after I have been found everything. And I'm like, okay. And it's a guy what they really really spend time and money to be like private etc and have a good privacy so it's just like 
Oh my god, okay. So everyone do mistake. Yeah, I mean, that. I, I guess that, that's the sad thing. Everybody's going to do mistakes because when you do uh, that, even for profi- for professional, even if you do that for a living, you're always going to make it Yeah, exactly, exactly. You are going to do mistakes. Like, it's impossible to don't do mistakes. I do mistakes, I'm sure. But mm. yeah, that's the life and the objective is just, yeah, reduce this mistake as a maximum. Yeah. Okay, so just uh, to come back to what you said, uh, Epios, Epios.com is a website uh, that is actually using Olihe. So you, you yeah, they are using, they are using Olihe. Yeah, it's a website. What uh, I, I think right now, like they are not the feature for LinkedIn, but in the past they have been a feature. But yeah, mm. it's basically just a free website. You put the email and they return information and yeah it's really useful because holy e is what you have been saying it's painful sometimes for non-technical people to use like because you need to launch a terminal and it's black and white so it's, it's strange so yeah you know or for example if you are on your phone and you are not in your home it's and you don't have your computer it's better to just use a public website that's why sometimes i use it yeah. to use um, my own tool <laughs> i think it's a very nice uh very simple website sometimes uh, yeah you, you don't want to have everything running on your own machine like you don't want yeah, to install exactly. all in and have your own machine requests every uh, every server yeah, in the yeah world. exactly in terms of operational security it's it's really good because you don't run on your own machine so if for example uh holy e made a mistake normally they don't do but if they made a mistake they it's not your IP, etc. Like only it does not alert the target, but anyway, yeah. it's more like, for example, yeah, I reduce the risk, reduce the risk every time. That's the objective. Yeah, put a supplementary buffer between you and them. Always yeah. good. Exactly. All right. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah, we were saying earlier that you have been writing some tools for OSINC. Mm-hmm. That's your main role in that community and uh well i'm i would like to know how you came to this because most people when they see osint they they are like me included they're like oh i'm going to become a great analyst i'm going to find everything about anyone and uh, they don't think always about oh i want to create tools to allow other to do that so how, no. how come you've been yeah uh, yeah i fully agree with you like at the start i'm just starting doing uh, investigation manually but yeah. I'm uh, I have been seeing like we are going to do some re- repetitive tasks like for example all e before create all e I'm just checking manually on the website if the email has been registered but for example when you have five email and you need to check on 20 website it's really painful and you want to find a solution to save your time because if you don't find a solution, you have been just fully destroyed. So yeah, I at the start, I have been just like doing everything manually, etc. But mm. someday I'm tell, okay, it will be interesting to automate this stupid task because it's just a stupid task. Like they don't need to be a human what they do because it just read, okay, this, this email have an account, yes or not. They have no intelligence about this. So yeah. I have been start doing this, so I have been start, for example, doing OLE. And for other tool, it's not me what I have been the idea. Like for example, Onion Search, it's a friend my Navalis, what they have been get the idea. They told me, yeah, uh, when you do an 
uh, dark web investigation, you are going to go in different search engine, etc. It will mm. be interesting if we can aggregate automatically the results of this search engine to be to save time. And I say, okay, if you think it's a good idea, I'm going to do. And that's the principle for me of a good tool. If you have a problem, you need to save time, you automate your stupid task to just save time for everyone. And after it's if it's possible, go to share for the community because like it's just stupid task like and it's not possible to fix that why like they can be just go to share for everyone no i understand that's uh, i think it's quite nice also to make them available for everyone yeah yeah and for example one um of the most interesting thing what i have been doing in the past it's uh when i have been create OE, i have been used OE every time but um, I'm using Maltego as a mental card, and mm. I just like making every entity manually. And when you have like 20 entities to add manually, it's really, really painful. So I say, okay, I need to find a solution to to fix this because I don't want to, to lose time just putting some stupid entity linked to an email for my investigation. So I made a transformation. Etc. Oh, yeah. Etc. And everything it's it's like that. It's just like you have a problem, you need to save time. We found a method to save this time. Mm. Okay. So so then you you started making tools out of uh, not frustration, but out of necessity to automate some things because they are just too dumb to be done by a human. Yeah. Exactly. It's when you don't need human, why you put a human trying to put a robot? Ah, ah, that makes sense. I mean, that's. Uh... Yeah, that's probably a good uh, reason of why a good part of the reason of what uh, of why we do and sell Multigo is just to automate yeah. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. some menial tasks that don't have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just go to save time. So we talked about uh, the tools and we talked about your tools. I'm going to talk about again about your GitHub. So GitHub slash Megadose. Yep. But um, the question I have is do is there some tools that apart yeah, from you they, they have a lot of tools but it's not for is me. there some tools that you because have yeah uh, so for example they have apos what i told before which is really really interesting from an email and for in the past from a phone to get information they have mm -hmm. like i don't know if you know about it's giant it's a tool who say have been created to get information from an from an email on google accounts so it's really interesting and in um, the, the last one, it's Megret. It's mm -hmm. a tool you put a username and they are going to check automatically in different websites where their username has been registered and they are going to extract automatically the information on this website and they can generate a report. And oh, wow. for more general purpose, um, you can check the map of Malfra Industries I'm, go I'm going to, to send you the link, it should be more simple. And this map um, has been going to give you a list of categories and you select your category and they are going to tell you which tool uh, can be useful to make investigation on this. Like, for example, you click on email, they are going to tell you, okay, you can use Giant, you can use Epios, etc., etc. So in more nice. general, it should be more, it should be useful. How do you write that? Uh, Mafra Industries? Malfra Industries. I, ah, I, Malfra, like, like like the French word. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's uh, it's M A L F R E T for Map our dot Malfra dot ah, Industries. Map dot Malfra. Okay. Very nice. 
Yeah, I'd say it's okay. So map.malfra with an S, Malfra uh, Industries. Okay, good. Thanks. Now, that's uh, it's, it's always useful to have an idea of which tools are out there. But I, I believe, as you said, uh, tools are only only tools, right? Yeah, you... exactly. Tool is a good word. It's just a tool. Like, if you don't punt a human for use mm. this tool, you have you don't are going to get some interesting information, but just results and output of a tool. Yeah, yeah. You need somebody that knows how to uh, use the tool, how to leverage it. Yeah, and how the tool works because just use like random tool and run random tool with information you are not going to get interesting intel the objective is yeah know what the tool you are using are going to do i'm not saying with the code and understand the code i i know for some people they don't have time etc but just know the principle of the tool yeah no i, I understand that and that's actually something i wanted to maybe touch on uh, very quickly w what do you think about these these tools that are basically AI black box, you know, like you, you give them a name and they give you, okay, so this is that person. He lives in Manila in the Philippines and he's 38, has four kids, blah, 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 and so on. Just yeah. from the name. That's yeah, 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 yeah. This tool for, for me is a problem. The first one is you can't verify the information. Like you just yeah. need to trust the, these guys. And if, for example, they have been made some mistake, you, you can't verify, like, it's just impossible. But I'm not saying they are bad, they are bad guys, etc. Because it's what oh, yeah. we have been told before. Sometimes uh, all these methods can't be shared publicly because if we share this method publicly, they are going to be fixed. So, for example, if a company found a method to get a Facebook account from an email, I prefer they sell the access between they put publicly because okay they are going to cost me money if i want to know but the method not go to be fixed so it's better mm. now no, i see a point of view no way. yeah so uh, oh yeah any so we talked about osint fr before mm -hmm. any any other communities that we want to touch on any other um discord any other twitter you uh, yeah, they, you can follow on Twitter and on Discord, Malfa Industries, because they have a Discord and a Twitter. You oh. can follow Ozintefer on Twitter and Epios, obviously, if you want to get like new updates. And yeah, um, the, you can follow Ethan, it's a friend of really interesting guys about Ozint, it's Gonzo. Uh, they do a lot of Ozint tool. Uh, more, not not a lot of Sockmint, but interesting Ozint tool, like for example, for uh, locate and Wi-Fi point, etc. Oh, uh, yeah, they can be really interesting. And yeah, follow people on Twitter. They are, I I don't have time to give every name, but they have a lot of interesting guys to follow on Twitter from the Ozint community. So just go yeah. on Twitter. And I mean, I, I suppose you already follow them. So if people go yeah. to your Twitter slash Palinat, exactly, exactly. Nice, nice, nice. Um, all right, I believe I have, yeah, I believe I, I asked every question I had in mind. Is there any, any other topic you wanted to talk about? Any other point you want to touch on? No, I don't have any topics. Thank you for the invitation. It's, uh... it was a pleasure to have you. Yeah, <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> all right. Well, in that case, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, 
it was an episode of The Pivot by Multigo. Today's uh, guest, thank you, was Palenat, uh, developing OSINT tools. So check him out on GitHub, primarily, Twitter as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if maybe... they want to send me an email, I have an email. Megadoz.protonmail.com. Oh. Very good. Megadoz.protonmail.com. Maybe, maybe in the future, do you think you're going to have to change that? Like if a new rapper comes along, if you, if you start liking, I don't know, Nekfer or Lompal or Kerry James more. No, uh... no, I, I'm a big fan of that, so I'm not right. to change. <laughs> All right. We love, uh, we love a faithful man. That's good. Wonderful. Well, on that note, uh, thank you for coming. Thank you for invitation. <laughs>